This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas B'Shalach, Tavshin Pei Beis, is also Shabbos We have the schos of learning about how Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim and brought us to the Yamsav and split the Yamsav for us. Indeed, right before Klaiso said Shira, at the end of Perik Yudal, Apostle Lam and Aleph, the Apostle tells us, Ve'yaminu ba'ashem uv'mayisha avdei. They trusted in Hashem and they believed in Mesha's servant. And the Svarim ask, now is when they say they believed in Mesha? They believed in Mesha when he came to Mitzrayim. In fact, we learned earlier, Mesha had the concern that they won't believe him. And when he came, he saw that they do believe him. So what does it mean over here? Now they're believing in Mesha. What's being added over here that it says now they believe in Mesha? And the Rabban later on in Perik Yotes, Pasuk Tes, discusses this. Rav Tzadik, Rav Tzadik HaKain, in his Sefer Tzitzkas HaTzadik, in Kufnun Dalid, tells us an amazing thing. It's so amazing, I'm going to read to you inside. Kishem Shetzaruch Adam Lahamid Vashem Yisbarach, just like someone has to believe in Hashem, Hashem Yisbarach, Kach Tzaruch Acher Kach Lahamid Ba'atzmai, so too a person must believe in himself. Just as a person has to believe in Hashem Yisbarach, afterwards he has to believe in himself. Why? Because we all have a part of Hashem in us. That's what keeps us going. We are, we are part of Hashem. Hashem is part of us. That's what we are created with. And therefore, just as we believe in Hashem, we have to believe in ourselves that we have the ability to accomplish. And therefore, the positive, that means they believe in Hashem. What does that mean? So Tzadik quotes the Chazal that tells us that Meshur Rabbeinu derived his power from Kalah Yisrael. If Klaisol was doing well and they were on a high level, then Meshrabeinu had power. If Klaisol was on a lower level, then Meshrabeinu lost power. Therefore, Meshrabeinu encompassed all the neshamas of Klaisol. And therefore, when we say, Avde, and we believe in Mesha, says of Tzadik, what we were saying is that we have a responsibility to believe in ourselves, that we too could accomplish. We too have what to offer. And Klaisol was just coming out of being slaves. They were slaves. A slave has nothing. A slave belongs to his master. He's owned by his master. And yet in these short few days that they left Mitzrayim, and they came to the Yamsuf, and they saw what the Rabbi did for them, they said, Which means we believe in ourselves. We believe that now that we are free, we have what to accomplish. We have talents that we're going to go and develop in the service of Hashem. That's how Tzadik explains this Pasuk. In the Pirkei of Eliezer, written by Rav Eliezer ben Hurkinus, he writes his story of how he became who he is. And he writes, his father Hurkinus was a, a well-learned man, he was a Tamil he was also a fabulously wealthy person. And he had many fields and vineyards and orchards, and he had his children in charge of different ones. And he put his son, Eliezer, on top of a mountain, and he told him to go and plow that mountain. At that time, Eliezer was already 22 years old, and Hercules was going around, supervising his fields, looking at his different fields, and he came to the field, and he sees his son, Eliezer, who's plowing, and he's crying. He says, Eliezer, what's wrong? He says, I want to learn Tyra. He says, you want to learn Tyra? <laughs> you're 22 years old, now you want to learn Tyra? He says, I know you're crying because it's too hard for you to plow this field, it's full of rocks on top of the mountain, he brought him down to the valley 
where the earth was much softer, there were fewer stones. He said, here you go, you can plow this field. And he left. He comes back a little later, and he sees Eliezer once again is crying. He says, Eliezer, my son, why are you crying? He says, I want to learn Torah. He says, you want to learn Torah? Now, it's too old, you're too old to start learning Torah. You'll get married, you'll have children, and you'll send them to yeshiva, that's how you'll, you'll learn Torah. But you, you can't learn Torah now. And his father left, and Eliezer was crying and crying. And then, one day, Eliyahu Novi shows up. And Eliyahu Novi goes over to him and says, Eliezer, why are you crying? And he says, I want to learn Torah. He says, okay, if you really want to learn Torah, you have to run away to Yerushalayim, and you go there to Rav Yechim ben Zakkai, the God of Adar, you go to Rav Yechim ben Zakkai, and from him you'll learn Torah. And that's what he did. He left everything behind, and he ran to Yerushalayim, and he went to Rav Yechim ben Zakkai. He was outside of Yechim and Zakkai. And Yechim and Zakkai sees him. He says, who are you? And he demurred. He didn't want to say his name. He didn't want to embarrass his father, his family. He didn't say anything. He says, so what do you want? He said, I want to learn Torah. He says, you're not a learn Torah now? He goes, no. You're not a Davin? No. You're not a bench? Because of Mazayin? After all, that's, that's a Chiv Daraisa. He says, no. Do you not say Shema? No, I can't say Shema. You don't know anything? He said, no. He said, but I want to learn, please. And Rehoboam Zakei took him in, and he taught him how to read, he taught him Shema, he taught him benching, he taught him how to daven. And that was it. He said, okay, so now I taught you that. And once again, Rehoboam Elizabeth Herkin starts to cry. He says, what's wrong? He said, I want to learn Torah. He saw he really wanted, so he started to teach him two halachas every day. He would teach it to him, then review with him, and then he would tell him to review on his own. And this went on for a while, as time went on, he taught him more and more Torah. Until one day, he tells him, okay, I think you're ready to give a shir now. So Yechim and Zakkai tells him, I think you're ready to give a shir. So Elizabeth and Hurkinus looks at his rabbi and says, me give a shir? I'm like a, I'm like a, a, a cistern. I'm like a pail in a cistern. I, I can't go and get more water than what was inside. Everything I learned is from you. And Yechim and Zakkai tells him, no, you're like a stream that's bubbling up with new water. You can go give a shear. And he sent him in to give a shear. And meanwhile, back by his parents' home, the brothers were very angry. And the brothers were going to their father, Hurkinus, and said, It's not fair. Why should Eliezer be part of the will? After you pass away, you're going to divide up all your properties. Why should Eliezer get any? He ran away. He's not working. He's wasting his time. We're sitting here working. Why should Eliezer get any? And Hurkinus realized that they're right. So he traveled to Yerushalayim, to the Bezin, to go to Yechon ben Zakkai, and tell him he wants to disown, disinherit his son Eliezer. And he walks inside the base Medish, and meanwhile someone's giving a shear, and he's sitting there, and it didn't take him long for him to realize that the person giving the shear is his own Eliezer. He couldn't believe it after the shear, he went over to him and he hugged him, and he said, praiseworthy is someone who's able to have a child like you, and he was so happy to see him. And he said, you know, I came here, to disown you, to disinherit you, and to give your brothers everything. But now seeing what you accomplished, I'm ready to give everything to you. And Eliezer ben Hurkinus says, no, I don't need anything. If I wanted to have wealth, I would have stayed home by the family business. All I want to do is learn Torah. And therefore, I don't need anything. But thank you very much. And indeed, Eliezer ben Hurkinus grew up to be the great tanner of Eliezer ben Hurkinus. In fact, he was the Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. That's how great he became. 
In fact, he was one of the five Talmidim of Rabbi Yechim ben Zakkai. And Rabbi Yechim ben Zakkai said about him, in Pirkei Yavis, Perik Beis Mishdaches, he became a bar such enoi ma'abe tipa. He became a cistern that doesn't even lose a drop of water. Now this story has many difficulties to it. First of all, how could it be that the wealthy and learned Talmachacham Horkinus would not go and, and get Rebbein for his son? His son at 22 years old, 23 years old, couldn't, couldn't learn, couldn't daven? And, and Horkinus couldn't go and get him a Rebbe? And number two, even Shema and Birchus Amazon he couldn't do. And number three, why do you make him work so hard? Why do you make him work so hard as a common laborer? If you're going to make him work, at least let him be a manager, let him be a supervisor, overseeing all the other workers. He was a very wealthy man. He had many fields and orchards and vineyards. Why is he going and making him do be manual labor? And perhaps the last question is, when Eliyahu Navi came and told him to go learn from Yechem and Zakkai, if he wanted to learn, there were many yeshivas, there were many rabbeim, many people could have taught him. Why is he sending him all the way to Yechem and Zakkai from the God of Ladar, from someone who doesn't know how to read, you're going to go learn Torah from the God of Ladar. How is that supposed to work? Rav Noach Weinberg, Zechut Sarek Levracha, said as follows. He said, it's obvious that Eliezer and Horkinus was somebody who was not a smart person. He had difficulty understanding things. His mind did not compute well. He was slow. He couldn't figure things out. He couldn't retain information. He couldn't learn well. And his father, Horkinus, of course he tried with many malamda, many tutors, many rabbeim. Nothing worked. And at one point, Horkinus said, well, what am I going to do with my son? He has to accomplish. He's not even bright enough to be a manager or a supervisor on my own fields. And therefore he made him a common laborer. At least from that, he'll feel satisfaction. And that's what he did. He was plowing the fields. But Elias ben Horkinus had a tremendous desire to learn Torah. He had a drive to learn Torah. And when he saw at the age of 22, that that is what his life will be, a common labor. He said, no way. And he started to cry and cry, I want to go learn. But his father said, it's ridiculous, you can't learn, we tried so much. You'll stay here to be a laborer. When Eliyahu Novi saw, when of Baruch Hu saw, how much he wants to learn, he sent Eliyahu Novi to him and tell him, you're right, you couldn't learn from anybody. But you go to Yechem and Zakeh, the God of Ladar, he has the skill, he has the ability to teach you. And indeed, he went to Yechem and Zakai, and we see what became with the Velazim and Hercules. Because as we know, nothing stands before the will of somebody who wants to accomplish something. But to get that Ratzin, you have to first believe in yourself. You have to realize that a Baruch who gave you talents and abilities to accomplish things. And Hashem Kodesh Baruch Hu expects you to develop those talents. It's difficult, that's right. For Sometimes it's difficult for people to accomplish. It's difficult to develop their talent. Or I don't have any talent, they say. You should know a fellow once came to Lubavitch Rebbe Zatzal. And he says, Rebbe, get a Mazel Tov. He says, what's a Mazel Tov? He says, I'm engaged. Oh, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. Then he lowers his voice. He says, Rebbe, I want you to know the, the girl's not Jewish. The Rebbe looks at him. And this fellow was expecting now a whole... Sermon, a whole Musa Shmuz, what a terrible veil it is. The Rebbe looked down for a moment. Then he looks up at him in the eyes and he says, I envy you. Pell looks at him, what? Because I envy you. He says, why does the Rebbe envy me what I just told you? He says, you know, everyone in life has challenges. And those challenges are ladders because you can climb up so high. 
if you pass the challenge. The greater the challenge, the greater the ladder. Hashem gave you such a tremendous challenge. He must be He's giving you a very high ladder because He expects so much from you. Don't you see why I'm envious of you? HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that you have so much potential. And He gave you this challenge with this really, really high ladder that you can climb up so high. And that's what we're learning from here. It's not enough that we believe in Hashem. But as Rav Tzadik tells us, we have to believe in ourselves. Kishem Shetzarach Adam. Lahamin Bashem Yisbarach, just like we have to believe in Hashem. Kach Tzarach Acher Kach Lahamin Baatzmai. We have to believe in ourselves. And every single one of you has talent and other things that you can do. You must develop it in the search and the service of Hashem. Be'aminu Bashem, Uvamaisha Avdai. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.